Well, hello and welcome to the Success Story podcast. Today is a very special day because it is a first guest of the first episode of the first season ever. And also, it's very exciting because today is when we celebrate Holi here in India along with International Women's Day. So, while Holi is a very auspicious occasion in the Hindu calendar, Women's Day is so special because of all the women in our lives. And so I thought that if we are celebrating Women's Day today, and it is the first episode of the first season ever, why not get on board a lady who is highly successful, talented, intellectual, smart. She is a vet surgeon, a columnist, an avid reader, music lover, and compulsive traveler. Now, mind you, She's compulsively traveling to Japan this week and also a freelance blogger and a consultant. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Namita Natkarni Menezes, everybody. So, I was telling our listeners that you are compulsively traveling to Japan very soon. And what is this compulsive travel going to be all about? Uh, so, this time, my mother, she's a marathon runner. And uh, she's doing her final uh, marathon of the six major marathons in the world. Um, and she's been wanting to do this from 2020 and it did not happen because of the pandemic. So um, I'm going along to cheer her and of course to be there for her final marathon that she's going to run. So that's all that it's about. Man, this is so exciting at the same time, so inspirational. So your mom runs marathons. Yeah, uh, you are you are a vet, so you're a doctor now, and uh, there's so much of inspiration that comes from your parents, I'm sure. So, because this is the success story podcast, my very first question on the very first season or the very first episode would be: How important is it for a parent to, you know, imbibe uh, success into their child right from the beginning? How important has that been for you? Or do you I like learn that? My, um, at least for me, I can speak for myself. But for me, I think my parents have been a very, very important part of my journey so far. Uh, that's because both of them individually are um, highly ambitious and uh, very productive people. I have uh, never seen them sitting and idling away time. For them, time is very precious. And that is something that they instilled in me right from the beginning. The other thing that they did for me was they never discouraged me from my chosen path or profession. They always believed in my passion, which I think is extremely important, especially for Indian parents. Because um, you know how it's been. We have parents who push their children to be doctors or lawyers or, you know, one thing or the other. Mm. And they don't always encourage professions which are not you know the norm Hmm. so um, I think my parents with just this much with just being there for me with whatever my chosen path was that I think allows for a child to just spread their wings and do whatever that they want now that you said that this has been a chosen path for you so I'm guessing this has never been forced on you you know uh, we all are pretty synonymous with uh, the three idiot scene where uh, Faran is born and they got a thappa saying Faran IIT engineers <laughs> but, but I don't think that I am with you Namita um, did you always want to be a vet since you were a kid? 
how did it work for you? Yes, so from the time I was a child, yes, I wanted to be a vet. The minute I heard of the profession, something about it intrigued me. I think it was just like destiny or something just clicked. And um, I knew I this is what I wanted to do in the future. It was very surprising for my parents also since we never had a pet in the house. Nobody in my family had a pet at the time. So um yeah I I really don't I still don't have an answer for that because I'm often asked how I became a vet and when did I decide to become a vet and was at the age of 9 and uh, it's always been my passion and dream ever since Was there any moment or any uh instance in your life that that you faced and you realized at that moment that yes i think this is my final calling there's nothing beyond this nothing before this nothing after this this is it was it anything that happened with you uh, through that through that through this journey oh yes so i was one of those children uh, running who was uh, the typical nerd so um, i was taught to read from a very uh, young age and i was always busy with books so i was that child who used to read all her textbooks in the summer vacations itself Simply because I enjoyed reading, so yeah, it was like a novel to me. Especially the English textbook was like a novel to me, and I don't remember. I, I don't know if you remember that English textbook from the fourth standard, the Bharati. Mm. The Bharati. That yeah. had a story. Yeah, that had a story about a white tiger which had mm. like a toothache, mm. and a veterinarian addresses the problem and kind of you know helps the tiger out and takes care of the tooth and the pain and all of that. That is mm. when I first learned of the profession, mm. and I think it was just the fact that I found that the vet was so brave to deal with a white tiger in the first place. Mm. Plus, I think I was always a child who liked animals, mm. and uh, since I learned that I could make a future in this from simply reading that story, mm. I think that that's how it became my focus ever since. So, I think the next time somebody asks you. Uh, when did you choose to become a vet, and why did you choose? Why did you choose to become a vet? Now you have an answer, and you know the Eureka moment of when you really thought that this was going to be your path. Yes, I think it was the age of nine. Only been back there. Super. So you know the success story podcast is all about. So we are not going to call the biggest of the celebrities because I feel that celebrities are hidden in all of us, in you and me. and in the real successes that we have in our lives uh what has your success mantra been so far to reach where you reach so successfully um i think the first thing was absolute determination and focus towards what i wanted to do i am a goal setter because that's how i was raised considering my parents are goal setters that's why we're going for the sixth last marathon <laughs> and um even <laughs> So consistently following a dream, you needn't even be perfect, but just consistently following a dream does make it come true. So it does involve a lot of hard work. So the very first thing is hard work. One should not shy away from hard work. And whatever said and done, I think that is the you know the key to success in any thing that you do. So with all of this that you are currently up to. You are a dog, so you obviously caught up throughout the week. How many days a week do you work? I work six days a week. And the one day that you have uh, might just be—you might just be called up for emergency. Does it happen? 
Yes, that happens sometimes in seven days a week, and even the hours vary. It can be six hours. I've worked eighteen hours at a stretch. It really varies. So you got long working hours. You got long working days. You got non-stop working days, and maybe that one day that you get, you chose to be a writer. You also write columns. So somebody else, then that's why you know the first story on our success story podcast. Uh, you chose. to utilize just like your parents did every ounce of your energy and every second of your day into doing something that's constructive uh, how does writing come to you and why do you choose to write on a holiday um i think writers always are people who read a lot so writing is a consequence of reading is what i believe and since i was i am an avid reader i was brought up to read a lot of uh, books Um I always enjoyed writing. I just didn't think I could make something out of it till the pandemic came. And uh, the pandemic with it brought a lot of time. Hmm. And we did not I mean of course we went to work but we did not have as much work because of the lockdown and pets weren't coming in as many as hmm. they would before the pandemic and now post pandemic. And I did not want to see all that time go away. So I started my own blog. Eventually, that was picked up by Live Mint, which is associated with Hindustan Times, and yeah. I ended up writing columns for them. And with my blog, I started freelancing for a lot of apps and things like that. So writing just happened to me as you know, time available, which I put to use. And now I have to put that time that I have available to this use. And I really enjoyed it. It was a passion that I didn't know I had, and I discovered along the way. I think the day I take writing away from you, you might just feel something major missing from your life, won't you? Yes, now absolutely. I mean, even if I'm not writing for someone else, I pretty much write for myself almost every day. Yeah, I think that's how we writers are. I mean, you know, uh, if you take that away from us, uh, you feel lost. And uh, as much as your, as much as being a vet is important to you, today being a writer is also important to you. and you've very smartly weaved uh, the two aspects of your lives into one because the column you write is also around pets and animals correct yes so i realized once i started writing i started writing about pets simply because that's what i knew the most and eventually i realized that it was a niche that was not explored at all because there aren't many uh, experts in this area who actually write or enjoy writing So that opened up so many more avenues for me that it made writing also an absolute pleasure. I mean, I enjoyed as much as I enjoy being a doctor now. Mm. So now that you are a doctor and a writer and you're an avid tra- reader and a compulsive traveler and uh, you've been traveling every now and then, how do you then balance your personal professional life? How does that come to you? Because I believe when you're successful. Uh, what also matters a lot is uh, how you balance your life. A lot of people say, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, you don't give time at home, and you just give a lot of time at work, and I'm happy with that. Well, while a lot of other people would would want to balance their life. So, what is your take? Do you balance your life like that, or is it inclined towards a certain direction? I was the kind who was completely inclined towards work a few years ago, but uh, I soon realized that if you work too much, then you get burnt out. and eventually you are not able to help other people you are not able to enjoy your own work your work your passion becomes a burden thing so then i had to think of a way to balance the two 
for me what works is a routine so if you have a routine in place that you know on this day you're going to be writing this article or see for example at this time of the day i'm going to be doing this of course subject to change but if there's a routine in place then i find that you're able to achieve everything where right? you know you keep time even for yourself you keep a little time for reading whatever that is self care to you and uh, that's very important because without a good mind you cannot really be good at what you do that's something that i i'll second and completely agree with because uh, a, a, a no good mood is no good fun and no good fun is no good life so right to keep our listeners in 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 good mood now because i just we've gone through heavy i'm going to play a game with you okay okay now this is called the objectives of success because again this is the success story podcast i'm going to hammer it into everyone's listening this into this uh, <laughs> this is the success story podcast and what i'm going to play with you is called the objectives of success so we are going to find acronyms for s u c c e s s as per you Okay, and let's okay. see how fast you can uh, find adjectives for the word success. Okay? Yeah. Okay. Okay. The first one S. Satisfaction. U. Uniqueness. C. Consistency. C again. Creativity. E. Ethic. S. sacrifice and the last is right and blood <laughs> <laughs> that success adver what what kind of narrator i am not surprised you got all of them so well and so fast and so quick so put your hands together for yourselves not in a meter yeah every thought let's 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 face the fact that uh you know uh success is not all glory it's like yeah. you said sweat and blood too so you know for 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 anyone to reach a successful stage and to call themselves successful but i believe that and you could you, you could uh, probably disagree or agree that no matter which stage of life you of life you are at you'd never call yourself successful but it's a story that builds and builds and builds and builds till you probably decide that okay I'm successful today uh, but i feel that it's a journey and through this journey you do have ups and downs now you've spoken about all the ups in this journey uh, what was that lows low that you faced uh, in your journey or through your journey of being a vet and how did you overcome something like that because This is something that's very important for someone to know who, who wants to be a vet in the future. Right. No, I agree with you. And success also means different things to different people. And yes, it's always a, a journey. Now with me, because of my goal setting, uh, the problem that I have or face or the lowest lows that I faced was once the goal is over, it leaves a vacuum in your life. Mm-hmm. So from the age of nine, I wanted to be a veterinary surgeon. I diligently worked to be one, and until when I was about twenty-four, I became a veterinary surgeon. Mm. And once I did that, I was like, now what? And that was probably the lowest low because I was struggling and you know trying to find my next move, my next goal. And it took me quite a few years, quite a lot of exploring to finally arrive at what I wanted to do next. 
and also to understand that you know you don't always have to have like a strict goal they can always change but yes that was a hard time for a couple of years i had become a surgeon i had achieved what i wanted to achieve at that time and it left me with a complete vacuum at the end of it yeah i think once you reach the pinnacle of what you think success is then you wonder what you do from there and uh, probably then you start building another summit that you got to climb like your mom is running a marathon there's a checkpoint at every i'm guessing at every uh, yeah um, five kilometers yeah so. five kilometers or so and then you got to go to the next checkpoint and next and next and next and next that's how she reached her, her final marathon okay. of her of you know of her running career so all the best to her all the best to you for all that you do thank you but before i let you go nabita Uh, yes. The one thing that we need to know from you, Doc, is that there are so many young vets, so many young dogs, so many uh, young kids who probably would be tuning in to this, and not just that, so many other people who would probably want to look up to you uh, for what you achieved at a young age. Uh, what's that one success mantra that you would want to share with anyone at any age? that's listening to you if i have to share just one thing i would uh, tell them that don't say no to any opportunity you don't know which rabbit hole it will take you down you don't know which wonderland you will discover i have done everything right from cleaning uh, tables at the clinic from you know cleaning up the poop and the pee and the vomit to not saying no to writing gigs or not saying no to even speaking for an audience which may be just 10 people uh, you slowly develop your skills just by exploring you learn what you're good at what you're not good at what you can refine so never say no to any opportunity is actually the thing that i go by a lot and i've experienced that because the moment i said that you uh, should be a part of my podcast you just said yes you didn't even think twice and that's something that i am doing i am exploring and understanding where i'm uh, good at and not good at and uh, uh, i hope you enjoyed this little session that we had oh yes i really enjoyed the session and i'm so thankful that you asked me to be a part of it thank you and i'm so glad and thankful to you that you've been a part of it and we are going to catch up offline very soon yeah. and for your trip to japan uh, you have a safe trip and for all those yes. of you <laughs> and for all those of you who've tuned in thank you so much this is the success story podcast and i'll come back to you with the next episode very soon ciao take care goodbye